You're listening to Comedy Central. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. For the past 50 years, ever since the Supreme Court decided Roe v. Wade, women in America have had the right to choose whether or not to have an abortion. And now it looks like that right is going away. Bombshell, the Supreme Court poised to strike down Roe versus Wade. That, according to an unprecedented leak of the justice's draft opinion overnight, a decision would alter the nationwide battle over abortion. The blockbuster story broke overnight on the Politico website, reporting that a draft of the Supreme Court's opinion shows the court overturning Roe v. Wade in a blistering ruling. Tensions flared outside the nation's highest court after an unprecedented leak. But the bombshell report comes as five states have enacted strict abortion restrictions and sweeping bans, many of them ready to immediately cut off access to care. If the high court does overturn Roe versus Wade, over 20 states are poised to immediately ban abortion. That's right, people. If the court's decision is released officially, abortion will be illegal in about half the states in America. Yeah, that means all across the country, women in places like South Dakota or Missouri or even Texas will have the exact same abortion rights as women in Afghanistan under the Taliban. Yeah, and just think about that. We just evacuated people out of Afghanistan, and now we're gonna have to evacuate them out of Tennessee? (laughs) And isn't it it amazing? After all these years of the right screaming about the threats of Sharia law, it turns out they were just jealous. Now, to be clear, (laughs) Roe v. Wade hasn't yet been overturned, right? This is a leaked draft from February. It's not official. Like, for all we know, the opinion could change by the time it's released, or the justices who signed on to it in February could change their minds. It is not likely, but it's technically possible. I mean, like, who knows? Maybe Justice Alito will try ayahuasca. (laughs) And come back with a totally new perspective on the universe and how we're all connected. 
Or maybe between then and now, one of these justices will have a daughter, and then they'll understand. Wait, hold on. Oh, I'm being told four of them do have daughters. Oh, okay, well, that's up. But <laughs> it's important to remember how we got here. Because keep in mind that poll after poll shows that a majority of Americans don't want Roe v. Wade to be overturned. But the GOP didn't care about that. No, didn't care about winning over the people. They just cared about getting enough justices onto the court to get what they want. Basically, they use the same tactic that that asshole friend of yours uses when they're ordering pizza. Hey, what topics does everyone want? What do you want on the pizza? Extra cheese and pepperoni! Well, I'm ordering, so it's anchovies and pineapples. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> and that's basically how you end up with a Supreme Court decision that amounts to a hostile takeover of America's reproductive rights. The draft opinion is apparently written by Justice Samuel Alito. The language of this draft is blunt, at times scornful. Justice Alito apparently writing that Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. He calls it an abuse of judicial authority and adds it is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. Justice Samuel Alito says, quote, the inescapable conclusion is that the right to abortion is not deeply rooted in the nation's history and traditions. Yeah, believe it or not, according to this argument, there actually is no fundamental right for women to control their own bodies. Yeah, lawmakers could pass laws giving them that, but that right is not part of this nation's history and traditions, which is kind of true. I mean, the history of this nation is that men can control what women do. And that's what we want to go back to, right? Progress, yes, yes, am I getting it right? I mean, but then again, the right to an abortion has also been around for 50 years now. Think about it. You want to talk about history and tradition? I think it's safe to say that that's a tradition at this point. Like, if you go without electricity for a weekend, you're camping. If you go without it for 50 years, you're Amish, mother That's just who you are. That's just who you are. And most people, most people thought the freedom to choose was just how America was. No one ever thought the GOP could just roll it back by playing a reverse Uno card. They didn't know it was a thing. I mean, okay, for perspective, for perspective, consider this. It wasn't until the year after Roe v. Wade that women in America got the legal right to have a credit card without a man. Think about that. Yeah. And I think we would all agree it would be a little weird if the court was suddenly like, look, if the founders wanted women to have credit cards, they would have said so. They would have. And look, this ruling is bad enough on its own, but it also sets a new precedent that could make things even worse. Because if the right to privacy that Roe is based on doesn't actually exist, then all sorts of things could become illegal. Contraception, gay marriage, sex before marriage, adultery, <laughs> masturbation. I mean, everyone assumed that these things were here to stay. Yeah, but give this court some time and you can just wake up and find yourself back in the 1960s. Except you wouldn't have hitchhiking, which was the best part of the 1960s. <laughs> yeah, back then everyone was an Uber driver. And now, despite how it may sometimes feel, the Supreme Court is not the only branch of government, right? There's still also the president and Congress and the Illuminati. Wait, sorry, no, I didn't say that last part. <laughs> sorry, just the president and Congress. And so because of that, elected officials from both parties immediately weighed in on the stunning news. If we had to pick a word that our caucus feels, it's infuriated. It's sweet because we're finally vindicating the Constitution. Concerns me a great deal that we're going to, after 50 years, decide a woman does not have a right to choose. This is a great victory. Uh, 
it's a great victory for God. I have seen the world where abortion is illegal. And we are not going back. Republican Senator Susan Collins calling this decision, quote, inconsistent with what Justices Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh said in their confirmation hearings and in her private meetings with them before she agreed to vote for them. Really, Susan Collins? You're really gonna tell us that you didn't think the conservative justices were gonna overturn Roe v. Wade? You didn't think that? That's their whole thing. It's like letting Pac-Man borrow your dots and then being shocked that he ate them all. That's what Pac-Man does! How are you the only person on earth who doesn't know Pac-Man? I mean, look, I will say in Senator Collins' defense, it is insane, it really is insane that Supreme Court justices can just lie in their job interview without any repercussions, right? You couldn't even do that shit at Kinko's. If you claimed that you're an expert at clearing paper jams, and then when you get there, all you know how to do is make copies of your butt, Kinko's is gonna fire you. (laughs) So obviously Republicans are ecstatic, and Democrats are furious. And technically, Democrats could legalize abortion through Congress if they get rid of the filibuster. The only problem is they don't have the votes to do that. Although who knows? Susan Collins is so gullible, You know, Chuck Schumer can probably get it to sign on to the filibuster reform by just hiding it in a birthday card. Yeah, that's right, just sign here. It's a group thing for the whole group. And everyone's gonna, it's a janitor's birthday. We're all signing, just sign here. Yeah, his name is Phil Buster, sign here. Now, what's really interesting about this story is that while many people are upset about the decision itself, some people are only upset that we're hearing about the decision. I have never, as you said, seen a leak like this at the court in the years that I've covered it. It is astonishing uh, that somebody would release a draft opinion outside of the court. This is as corrosive, as destructive to the Supreme Court as we've ever seen. This is an insurrection against the Supreme Court. The justices must be able to discuss and deliberate in an environment of total trust and privacy. It is not up to a law clerk to decide when the decision of the court will be announced. This should have never happened. They should be able to make decisions in private and secret, and then once they're ready to decide and let the country know how that they have ruled, let it out. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. I understand why these people are upset. You heard what they said. The conservative majority on this court has a fundamental right to choose when they want to release a decision into the world. Imagine having some random person violate your privacy and make that choice for you. Who would do such a thing. It's crazy. It's crazy how conservatives always manage to make themselves the victim in any situation. I mean, they have just accomplished this thing that they've been working towards for 50 years, and their first reaction is, it's so unfair what's happening to us. Well, I'm sorry, what? You, You wanted your ruling to be a big surprise, and now someone ruined it? Yeah, I'm I'm really sorry that this decision to colonize every vagina in America wasn't given the respect and dignity that it deserved. Yeah, right now you all sound like a serial killer who's upset that your potential victim busted you in the back seat. You weren't supposed to look here. You were just supposed to sit in the front and then I was gonna put a bag on your head and now it's ruined. I hope you have a happy life. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. 
With our flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Senator Klobuchar, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks, Trevor. Let's jump straight into it. Everyone was shocked, appalled, just really, you know, blown away by the possibility that this could actually be a a decision, especially because for 50 years, people have thought that this was settled law. Where do you stand now? Where does America go from here as a sitting senator? Well, first, as a sitting senator, let me say I am mad. I am pissed off. These justices, these nominees came before us. Of course, I voted against them, but they said, oh, this is the law of the land. Oh, this is a case that has been affirmed over and over and over again. And then what do they do when they get a chance? Uh, They're going to overturn it. And we predicted this was going to happen. But what this means uh, right now, if this happens, over 20 states, many of them have laws already in place, will ban abortion. We'll have a patchwork of laws across the country. So the answer is not that. The answer is that a federal law is passed to codify Roe v. Wade into law, so it is the law of the land. So, with that being said, how do you... How do you begin to do that? Because I'm, I'm sure many Republicans out there right now are going, well, that's why we voted. That's why we voted for Trump. That's why we're happy that McConnell is in power, because however they did it, they managed to get it done. And then I see a lot of Democrats or people voted for the Democrats saying, well, are we going to get what we voted for? Are the women who voted for this party going to see actions being taken? Or is it going to be a case of we don't have the votes and we can't figure out how to make it happen? Well, two, people have to show where they stand and we have to have this vote. It's critical. And as you know, the vast majority of Democrats in Congress, it has already passed the House, support this bill. So that is going to happen very quickly. I agree with you. We should get rid of the filibuster. I don't know if you know, there are over 100 exceptions to that filibuster where, like everyone else, like the House of Representatives, like democracies across the world, we have majority votes. They have majority votes on things like the Trump tax cut. They have majority votes on space accidents. They have majority votes on things like arms sales. 
And so you're going to tell me that we have to get 60 votes to change something that this right-wing Supreme Court has put in place, uh, where in fact they are against the wishes of nearly 80% of the American people. So if something's worth getting rid of the filibuster for or making an exception to the filibuster, this is it. And by the way, if that doesn't work, you know that old line, don't get mad, vote? I say get mad and vote. We have to do both. Let's talk a little bit about strategy then. There are two Republican senators who have been on record as saying that they are pro-choice, Senator Collins and Senator Murkowski. And they said, hey, we're pro-choice even though we voted for these conservative justices. Would this be a moment where you basically ask them to put their money where their mouth is and say, well, if you said you are pro-choice and now you see that these justices have gone against what they said, do you think you could get them to vote with the Democrats? I can't predict what they're going to do. But I can tell you, yes, this is a moment where people have to make a decision. When you look at the history, all kinds of exceptions to that filibuster. And this is a moment where, one, we have to codify Roe v. Wade into law, especially if they have been betrayed by these justices who they claim made one claim to them and then voted another way. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, uh, they've got to make their own decision. They're both independent thinkers. And so I don't rule that out. Uh, but I also look to the fall. Um, as part of this strategy. You can't just look at both things separately, as well as the fights that are going to happen in every single state legislature in the country, because this is going to be battled out state by state by state. Because I think when these judges said, and we always thought uh, they wanted to go back to the 1950s, I think what we didn't realize when they said the 50s, it was the 1850s. And when one branch is screwing up so bad, that they're uh, in taking positions that reverse 50 years of precedent and against 80% of the American people. Yeah, the other branch is supposed to, of government is supposed to step in. That's what our system of government was set to do and not make women get back alley abortions and travel across state lines just to exercise their constitutional, and I believe it's constitutional, right to make decisions about their own health care. Do you worry at all? Do you worry at all that the Supreme Court has lost its neutrality as an institution in America? There was a time when people said the Supreme Court rules on the laws that have been passed and the interpretation of those laws, and yet now it feels very much like a seesaw. Is there a way you can see America fixing this, or is this just how it's going to be from now on? First of all, I'll note, I take this personally because the justice, who was a Republican president appointed justice, that would be Justice Blackman, um, was from Minnesota. And he is the one that maybe surprised uh, those that had asked for him to be appointed by writing Roe v. Wade. So that kind of independence is not what you're seeing with these conservative justices. Now, you have seen it um, from time to time with Justice Roberts, who voted to uphold the Affordable Care Act. Uh, who has taken a number of votes, and as if he's some radical liberal, not really, but it has gone so extreme that he has been siding with some of the liberal justices. Mm -hmm. Sadly, if this leaked opinion and what we're hearing is true, that won't even matter if he did that, because it was 5-4. So as I look to the future, what do we need to do? Well, I think the first thing we need to do is to um, make sure that we're putting judges in place. And I will tell you, uh, with the wonderful new appointment, of Justice Jackson to that Supreme Court. She will be starting soon. That is a good beginning. And what a moment that was when she got out of the dark and musty 
Senate Judiciary cave that it was and got out in that beautiful sunshine on the White House lawn. There was no Ted Cruz on that lawn. And that was her moment. But now, sadly, the Supreme Court has told us we will no longer allow women to make their decisions with their doctors, Trevor. It will be Ted Cruz that can make those decisions. But the bottom line right now is we are not going to be able to fix that court before the fall. And I think your audience knows that right now. What we have to do is push these votes, show people where they are, show people where Democrats are and where Republicans are. And if we can't get this done because we have a tied Senate at 50-50, then we go straight to the ballot box. We march that box. People turn out in record numbers. That is how we beat this, Trevor. That will be the last chance. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. With the Supreme Court now seemingly on the brink of striking down Roe v. Wade, many people are horrified. Not that women in half the country would lose their rights over their own body, but rather that this information got leaked, which is weird. It's like running around the deck of the Titanic trying to find out who yelled, we're sinking, instead of focusing on the iceberg. <laughs> now, Chief Justice John Roberts has announced an immediate investigation to identify the leaker. But cable news doesn't have time to wait around, so everyone knows who really did it. Who did it? That's the question everyone is asking today. Who's behind the leak? Was it a clerk? Was it somebody at the copy machine? Who done it? Some left-wing law clerk, angry at the direction the court is going. I think this was leaked by a liberal law clerk who is trying to change the outcome of the case. A lot of people are saying this may have leaked from uh, Justice Sotomayor clerk. If it was a conservative, it might be someone who wants to keep all the five judges that are on the side of Alito's opinion in their box there. 
Yes, it was a left-wing Antifa law clerk trying to sabotage the court. Or it was a right-wing MAGA head trying to lock the decision in place. Or maybe it was the butler. It's always the butler. <laughs> but while everyone on regular cable channels was playing the least horny version of Knives Out, Newsmax had already cracked the case. It was the black woman. I find it suspect that the first leak coming out of the Supreme Court in history comes shortly after Judge Jackson is confirmed. She would be my first suspect when it comes to the leak. And my first suspect for asshole is you. <laughs> is you. Bravo, Detective, bravo. Look at you, using the tried and true investigative technique of the black person did it. <laughs> and you know, everyone has theories, right? Everyone has theories. For all we know, it could have been an accident, right? There are many times that I've gotten drunk and sent something that it should have stayed in drafts, but I mean, I guess that doesn't make sense for the Supreme Court, because like, who would have gotten drunk at the Supreme Court? You know, it's uh, I still know. like beer. <laughs> My man. Look, whoever did it though, whoever did it though, I'm not surprised it happened. In fact, I can't believe that this didn't happen earlier. I mean, have you seen the security they have at the Supreme Court? It sucks. The guard outside is literally wearing a blindfold. It's not gonna help anybody. <laughs> and so I do get why they're trying to find this leaker. You know, you don't want this to turn into a trend, right? They leak now, they're gonna leak in the future. It's leaks all the way going forward. I mean, look, look at what happened in the world of comedy. Yeah, one stand-up gets slapped. Now, Dave Chappelle's getting tackled on stage. <laughs> Shit, I had to get a pair of nunchucks just in case. <laughs> Try that shit with me. That's right. Now, pop out now, I'm gonna show you. What, what? Knock myself out before you get to me. <laughs> now, while the Supreme Court is trying to figure out who the snitch is, the rest of the country is trying to figure out what women will be allowed to do with their own bodies. And while everyone knew that women in red states were in trouble, it turns out, thanks to some lazy lawmaking, there are also two blue states where women might lose the right to choose. If the Supreme Court does strike down Roe v. Wade later this spring, all eyes in Wisconsin would then turn to a 170-year-old law that's still on the books. Wisconsin still has a ban on abortion in place from 1849. It outlaws all abortions except for cases where a mother's life is at risk. In Michigan, the law was passed in 1931 and it bans abortion unless done to save the life of the person who is pregnant and contains no exception for rape or incest. The ban never had to be repealed because Roe had made it obsolete, but it is still state law, still in the books. This is so ridiculous. If Roe v. Wade goes away, Michigan and Wisconsin are gonna start using laws from 1931 and 1849? Do you understand how crazy? Think about how many laws, like, are from back then, huh? How many laws are we using from back then? Think about the laws that were even around. Half of them are about how much corn you can legally hide in your top hat. <laughs> Those are the abortion laws that are about to come back into effect? <laughs> Guys, unused laws shouldn't be a thing that come back. It, it should be, they should have like an expiration date. Or at the very least, states should smell them every now and again to make sure that they haven't gone bad. <laughs> now you might be thinking, you might be thinking, well, aren't Michigan and Wisconsin pro-choice? Yeah, they are, big time. More than 60% of Wisconsin voters and nearly 70% in Michigan support legal abortion. But their state legislatures are controlled by Republicans. Yeah, so you best believe 
you're more likely to see Fashion Nova at the Met Gala than these Republicans repeal those laws. And so once again, the job of protecting Americans falls to the only people who actually care about them, corporations. As women fight for abortion rights, Amazon says they'll help their employees access the health care they want. The company announced on Monday that it will pay for abortions for employees who need them. They'll give up to $4,000 a year to workers who need to travel to other states to seek medical care. Other companies like Apple, Citigroup, Levi's, and Yelp have made similar promises to employees. Wow. That's a big deal. Yeah, companies like Apple, Citigroup, and even Amazon are promising to help their employees travel to other states if they need to get abortions, which is amazing. That's really amazing. Usually, you only see that kind of offer when a member of Congress gets his mistress pregnant. Really powerful. <laughs> and considering the political climate right now, any company wading into controversial culture war issues, like, they could face serious backlash. I mean, pro-lifers could start a boycott against Amazon that could last minutes. <laughs> before they get tempted by a deal on a knockoff Roomba. <laughs> and you know, to be honest, I'm actually surprised that Amazon is doing this. Yeah, because it's wild. They'll let employees go to a blue state before they'll let them use the bathroom. I mean, that's pretty wild. <laughs> but, but they deserve the praise. In fact, I propose a toast. Let's all raise a Gatorade bottle of pee in Amazon's honor. <laughs> here, here. Mm. Ah! ah, I thought it was piss, it's Gatorade. Wow. <laughs> You guys mix it the wrong way. So, those are the latest updates on the fallout of the Roe v. Wade leak from the Supreme Court. And while we don't know where this will end, we do know it's definitely reignited a conversation about how society treats women's reproductive rights. Because, you know, what I find interesting is if you go online or if you watch conservative, conservative news, Right? You're, bio, you're bound to find like, tons of people saying that the reason they're against abortion, the reason, is because they don't want to interfere with what God has decided. If you got pregnant, it's because God wanted you to be pregnant. And if you can't have kids, that's God's plan too, which I understand as an argument. I really do. However, I find it interesting that these same people never use that argument when it comes to men. Yeah, because if you watch, if you watch Fox News or any of these channels, They've got ads for erectile dysfunction pills, right? Yeah, how come they never say, oh, you can't get it up? Well, that's God's will. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your penis doesn't work anymore? That's what the Lord wanted. They never say that. They never say, medicine is always encouraged to do whatever it can to augment men's sexual health, however it can. And if you, are, if you wanna see, if you want to see just how far medicine is willing to go for men, look no further than this story from the UK, where doctors helped a man grow a penis on his arm. A British man who lost his penis through an infection has finally had a new one surgically attached after six years of growing it on his arm. Doctors even designed a hand pump that can inflate the penis and produce an erection. 47-year-old Malcolm McDonald is the subject of a new documentary called The Man with a Penis on His Arm. According to the Daily Mail, viewers were stunned watching the program last night, in which Malcolm described the penis falling out of his sleeve while shopping and even hitting his loved ones in the face while he hugged them. Yeah. This man lost his penis 
And instead of accepting it, doctors figured out a way to grow him a new one on his arm. <laughs> and as hard as it was for him to live like this, I'm glad that medicine has come so far <laughs> that we're basically doing something that's from the future. Meanwhile, we want women to live back in 1849, huh? And, and by the way, can I also just say how much I appreciate the title of that documentary, The Man with a Penis <laughs> on His Arm? No, it's simple, it's clear, it's direct. Yeah, if I see that scrolling on Netflix, I know exactly what I'm getting. I know exactly what it is. Unlike Tiger King. I thought it was the sequel to Lion King starring tigers. It turns out the real star was meth. <laughs> but you see, there's a reason I'm bringing up the story today, right? And it's not just for the incredible dick jokes I could make, no. <laughs> like, obviously getting an abortion and getting an arm penis aren't the same thing. But I do find it emblematic of how differently men and women's reproductive health is treated. Women across America will soon lose autonomy over their own bodies. And many people are fine with it. You even see people on TV downplaying the situation. So you'll have to carry a baby for nine months against your will and then let it destroy your body and maybe you're not ready for this in life and maybe you can't afford it, it's fine. You can just give it up for adoption after, it's fine. Meanwhile, a guy loses his dick and it's like Liam Neeson is on the case. I don't care how long it takes. <laughs> I don't care what medical innovations we have to come up with, we will get your penis back. What a time to have you on. Um, everybody in the country has been shell-shocked by what is not an official decision, but unfortunately looks like a looming one nonetheless. As the president of Planned Parenthood, I know many people are turning to you to say, what does this mean? What does it actually mean on the ground? Right. So right now, it is still a draft opinion. Uh, on the ground, abortion is still legal. Uh, and I think that's really important because there are people waking up every day who are going to uh, health centers to get access to care. And there are already enough restrictions out there. Um, so we have to remember that this is uh, a moment where the final decision isn't in. What we saw on the ground as well yesterday was uh, an intense set of, of demonstrations of the rage that people have been experiencing over and over again. Uh, and the frustration with seeing their rights being chipped away. When you, when you look at that, and you look at that fight, do you, do you ever think that we could do a better job of maintaining a consistency in these fights for people's liberties as opposed to having it be an on-off switch? Because, you know, I know people have made record donations. I, I know there are people out protesting, et cetera. But if you look at conservatives on their side, it seems like they've been slowly chipping away. They slowly chip away. They plan way in advance. They think of which judges to get into which positions. And now it looks like they're going to reap the fruits of their, you know, you know of their labor. I'd love to know what you think, like, people who believe that women should have the right to choose what they do with their own bodies, what they should be doing constantly as opposed to intermittently. Well, I think you're absolutely right to locate it like in, in what the long game is, right? That the, the opposition has spent um, 50 years fighting this, but the last 12 years in particular, weaponizing, gerrymandering um, in states, uh, focusing on, on justices all the way up to the Supreme Court. And at every turn, they have tried to essentially take more power in order to take more rights away. Mm -hmm. And it is not just access to abortion that they're coming for, right? We've heard them openly talk about access to contraception, marriage equality, interracial marriage, all the things of how we identify ourselves and our bodies um, is exactly what the long game 
and the strategy is. So our long game has to be just as relentless, right? It has to be just as strategic. It is not just about being in the streets. It is about capturing that rage and, and turning it into uh, into the midterms, you know, 2022. Right. We've got to make sure that we're turning people out. And we also have to think about, you know, the fact that they have kicked us out of the Constitution, right? If, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, they are essentially saying, you are not equal. You cannot control your body. And so if anybody kicks you out of the Constitution, you got to think about how you're going to get yourself back in there. When you, um, you know, when you think about the spikes, I think a lot of the time people think about what they can do to stop the other side or what they can do to fight back at, at what's happening. I think there's one thing that I found really interesting in particular between how many conservatives or Republicans think and then how many Democrats or liberals think, and that is Republicans hold their own accountable in an interesting way, mm-hmm. you know? So they go, either you're doing this or you're out of the party. And we've seen Trump yeah. do that, you know, without fail. Is this something that people could be doing to put pressure on the Democrats to say, hey, when we have voted you in, we need you to solidify what we voted you in to do? Yes, absolutely. Look, there is a bill right now called the Women's Health Protection Act. Uh, Leader Schumer has uh, will take it up next week again with the uh, Senate to vote on. And what the Women's Health Protection Act does is it codifies Roe. It's the federal legislation that protects this right uh, in, into law. And, you know, getting people on record, right? We don't have, unfortunately, we need to reform the filibuster in order to get it passed. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we are going to be able to get people on record, hold them to account to your point. And that's our message, right? The reason you can't have what you want, even though we have 80% of people believe that Roe should be the law of the land, the reason you can't have the things that you want is because, you know, essentially these states have, um, you know, you have got a vocal minority of people who control the levers of power. Right. And the only way to change that is through direct democracy. So we got to fight to get ourselves back into democracy. And we also have to fight to get ourselves back in the constitution. And this legislation can help us do that. Let's talk about this legislation for a moment. You, you you know, I always get frustrated and confused by why legislation in America has so many things added in. It's like a bundle. You know, because even this Women's Health Protection Act, you know, I love the idea of codifying Roe v. Wade. You go like, let's get women their rights. But then it adds in a few other things that people can use as an excuse to fight against. You know, like it affects like waiting rooms. And correct me anywhere I'm wrong, it's like it affects doctors in this way and affects a little thing on this side and a little thing on that side. Do you sometimes not worry that when you create uh, you know, a law, when you, when you help lawmakers to, to try and think of these things, it, it gives people an out where they can say, oh, I didn't vote for that because of this, not because I want women to have a choice, but I didn't like what it did to doctors or their waiting rooms or, or all these other ancillary issues th- that are going to affect people. Okay. So here, here's the state of play right now, right? We have Roe is the law of the land, okay. uh, technically until the, the full decision comes down. And even with Roe being the law of the land, even with it being enshrined in the Constitution, states have put restrictions in over and over again, right? We've got a six-week ban in Texas yes. that comes with the bounty yes. hunter provision. We've got a 15-week ban in Florida and Arizona. We've had laws about you know whether or not someone um, will need to see the same doctor within a 72-hour period. Mm-hmm. The laws are all about shaming people. They're about shaming providers, they're about shaming the patients, about the decisions that they want to make about their own bodies. Mm-hmm. What the Women's Health Protection Act 
does is actually says all of these laws that are getting in the way of people being able to access the right, their right, federal right. right, is um, those are laws that are that would be banned. And that's what's important, right? The fact that that even though we have the right right now, access itself is so limited. Mm. Um, and so that's why we're seeing the outrage right now, because it has been not only this chipping away of rights, but also chipping away of access. Uh, Roe was just, you know, the floor, right, as my reproductive justice colleagues would say. Wow. You know. when, when you look at branding, you know, there's no denying that any political messaging, any, any messaging that's trying to mobilize society has to think about how it's branded. When you look at how people approve of or what, you know, the polling suggests about people's support of abortion throughout the United States, I have noticed an interesting trend, and that is it dramatically changes depending on how the question is asked. Correct. And it changes depending on where you say the abortion happens or how. So I think, you know, the overwhelming majority of people will say they are pro um, a woman having the right to choose, but in the first trimester. And then second trimester, it almost becomes even, maybe flips the other way. And then, you know, third trimester, it completely flips. Do you, do you ever worry that maybe Planned Parenthood and, and organizations like yours that are fighting for women's rights to choose, do you, do you ever worry that you may be losing the entire war because you're not willing to concede on some of the battles? Or do you feel like you have to go for all of them at once, even if you risk losing everything? You know, look, Trevor, no, pregnancy, no two pregnancies end in the same way, right? I mean, it is the, the reality that people will make decisions about their, their pregnancies, whether or not to continue them or to terminate them based on the circumstances in their own lives. And right. that is the thing that, that we really need to understand here. You know, getting parsing out uh, weeks in gestation, that is what the opposition has done. They tried to, to create these wedges around understanding. What most people want is to not have a politician in their, in their decision, right? As a, you know, right? You don't want them. You don't want them in your exam room. You don't want them in the conversation with you and your doctor. You don't want them in the conversation with you and your partner, with your pastor. And at the end of the day, like that to me is the most important you know, message that mm -hmm. we need to be sending to people. The reason why it also needs to be a private decision is because it's only your business. And so, yeah. right? Where to from here? So again, we are uh, will be standing with the Senate next week when they take up this vote to uh, support all of those folks who uh, who support access to uh, abortion codifying Roe. We will be channeling all of the rage through uh, 2022, and then, like I said, you know, we have a long game that we need to play around what it really means to uh, to have you know this federal protection um, enshrined in the Constitution. And I think that's really important because I, I think a lot about the fact that you know, what it means to be a leader at the time, you know, um, at the end of Roe as a leader of a reproductive rights organization. Mm. And I think the question we have to ask ourselves now is who are we gonna be when we are no longer defending Roe? How are we gonna reimagine and create an affirmative vision, right? Mm. Without stigma, the kind of provision that everyone should be able to have, the kind of healthcare they need to have in their own state. Not getting in a car, driving a thousand miles, putting your kids in the car and just to get, you know, access to basic healthcare. You deserve it in the state that you live, regardless of your race, your class, your ability to pay, all of those things are really important. And that's what Planned Parenthood stands for. That's what all the leaders in the movement stand for. And we'll be offering that affirmative vision as well. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Appreciate your time. To find a Bands Off Our Bodies rally near you on May 14th, go to bandsoff.org. Before we go, 
please consider supporting the National Network of Abortion Funds. They're a grassroots organization on the ground building power to remove financial, logistical, cultural, and political barriers to a woman's right to choose. They form a network of over 70 grassroots organizations, and they recognize the power of local activists knowing what their communities actually need. So if you can, please donate at the link below. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.